1: Hi and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. Thanks for joining me, I'm very glad you're here. I'm delighted to say that Mally Ronkel is my guest on this episode of The Emma Gunn Show. Now she's someone I've been wanting to speak to for a while. She's an entrepreneur and makeup guru who has established a wildly, a hugely successful brand in Mali Beauty. And she has worked with some of the biggest names in showbiz. If I say Beyonce, If I say J-Lo, if I name drop RuPaul, these are all people Manly has worked with. And she's also a regular on Oprah, on Wendy Williams, on Rachel Ray in the US. She's everywhere and quite rightly so. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you'll know that my background is as a magazine beauty editor. I've been doing this for years, listeners. And one of the reasons I started this show is because while we may know about people's products, about their brands... And in the pages of glossy magazines, all the lovely sort of glossy side of it, when I've chatted to the people, the names, and the faces behind the gloss, the sparkle, the razzle-dazzle, and branding, they are always hustlers who inspire the crap out of me. It is not easy to make it in the beauty industry. There is no blueprint for success in the beauty industry. And trust me, I've seen a lot of brands come and go. I've seen a lot of people try and fail, even with amazing ideas and products. So I'm always interested to hear the story behind people's successes, because I know it doesn't come easily. This is an industry of hustlers and grafters, and Mally is definitely one of them. I've seen Mally on QVC. I've actually been in the green room with her at QVC and felt, and I've done this many times, I was too shy to go and say hi. Can you believe it? I just thought, no, nope, I'm I think I'm being a bit basic. I don't want to do it. I'm going to embarrass myself. What an idiot. <laughs> what can I say? So there you go. And on the day that we recorded this, it was a rainy, wet afternoon and I was feeling a bit glum and blue. And I was in that headspace where if you'd said, it's okay, Emma, just go to bed, watch some TV, have a cup of tea, I would have said, oh, thank you. That's just what I need. Just the ticket. It wouldn't have been. That's not what you need. You need Mally. Mally is like an adrenaline shot to the heart of pure goodness. Her enthusiasm and positivity is infectious. The minute we started talking, it was boom. I was so invigorated, lifted and inspired by this conversation and hope that's the experience you have with us too. I will obviously... Put all the links to everything that we mention, including her incredible products and brand, in the show notes because she really does create good beauty products, you know. Um, and I just want to say that in this episode, we cover all sorts about working with famous people, where she got her inspiration, what motivated her, what continues to motivate her, um, finding your tribe, finding your people, and how to not let your enthusiasm, your positivity be snuffed out by anyone who is threatened by it or. Um, doesn't want to see you shine. She's the best person to speak to about this stuff, she really is, because she's got her technique on point. So I think we should just get into it, straight into it. So making her first, but hopefully not last visit. Here she is, I'm so happy. It's Mally Ronkel on The Emma Gunn Show. Listeners, I can tell you this is going to be a good episode because we've just spent <laughs> 25 minutes literally going in. Mali, welcome to Hi, the
0: Evergarde Show. Yay. Woo.
1: Party. Part
0: a. Hi, Part Party. Hi, Gourgeois. Oh, oh,
1: my <laughs> gosh. Oh <my> <laughs> Sorry. That, there's some real fandom going on here. You're so funny. So. yeah, You are um, like many wonderful people that I meet in this industry. You're a brilliant businesswoman. Thank you. You're good energy. (laughs) You're good fun. And I um you've been requested by many listeners to come on the podcast and talk about your story. Thank you. Because your career is many and varied and as I was just saying to you before we started recording The thing I get from you is light and positivity and I feel like you have created an existence whereby if something's negative, you're like,
0: door closed, get out Mm -hmm. of my space. Girl, bye.
1: (laughs) But you hustle. (laughs) Yes. You know what hard work is about. You know what (sighs) you want. And you do that with all this goodness and sharing a load of love from you at the same time.
0: Oh my gosh. You better watch out because I am overtired, exhausted, (laughs) and I will cry, first of all. So I'm (laughs) just warning you, but guaranteed. uh, Thank you. That means so much to me, especially because, uh, you know, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited that you came all the way here to see us. A delight. I mean, hello. And we flew, actually, speaking of hustle, uh, right now it's November, end of November, December, I had to think (laughs) about it for a minute. We are knee deep in fourth quarter, meaning the end of the Mm -hmm. year holiday. Um, We have, you know, geared up this, you know, whole year. Mm -hmm. And this is like the final, uh, final, I don't want to call it push, but Mm -hmm. the final and, you know, this is what we love to do, especially giving the gifts of beauty. Mm -hmm. Um, So at QVC in the U.S., we have been going pretty much 24-7 for about a month straight. Yikes. So literally got off the set, got on the plane, flew here, quote-unquote, slept on the plane, didn't sleep on the plane, that's what that means, and then landed <laughs> here uh, in the UK and then came straight to the studio, straight onto the set. So, um, and uh, trying to... Stay healthy, mm-hmm. physically, spiritually, emotionally is difficult in this time. Really? But then when I get to meet people like you and you um, come back with such beautiful, happy <laughs> words, um, really, it makes it all worth it. So thank you so much.
1: Well, and that's another thing. And you're very welcome. I mean every word. You. Um you always get the red eye because you're just like, I'm not going to waste time. Yes, yes. And for me, that's a real hustler's approach. That's yeah. like, we're not going to have any dead time. Yeah. I'm going to make the most of every moment. And I'm curious where that comes from. <laughs>
0: like, uh, you mean the, the, the hustle or... But it's kind of like, yeah. you know
1: what, I'm going to squeeze every yes. last
0: bit of goodness out of this day, out of yes. this hour, out
1: of this minute. Yes,
0: yes. And to live your dream, which is what you're doing. Exactly, exactly. Well, you know, I I, I want to kind of go back. First of all, I think you're born with the hustle. Mm-hmm. You either got it or you don't. You got it. Um, you. Uh, there are just some people that when they come out of the womb and they open their eyes, they say, you better watch out because I'm going to take over. <laughs> and I was that from the day that I was born. Um my parents instilled in me hard work they were uh, filipino doctors immigrants that came to new york and said you know we're going to make a life for our daughter well i was born in new york make a life for ourselves um loved everyone appreciated every moment my uh, mom was diagnosed with breast cancer uh Let's see before I turned one year old, they gave her six months to live. She ended up living uh, till I was seventeen, and we literally lived every single day from those seventeen years. Um she said, "Oh hell, no, I just had a baby girl. I'm gonna see her grow up and it was what what that did was it instilled in me the uh, gift of life, the gift of time, mm-hmm. and Uh, making the most out of every single day, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where that came from. So I believe we do that in life, in love, in family, in business, Mm -hmm. in artistry, right? In time with other people, Mm -hmm. you got to give it all. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea of taking red eyes and flying and making every moment. I actually came from Beyonce, if you want to know the truth. Because I used to who be, know? Who Who's who that? Wait, be, be, say it again. She's a singer, right? <laughs> I think I saw her somewhere. I don't know. Um, I had the pleasure and the honor. I learned uh, so much from working with the quote-unquote divas mm-hmm. of the music industry of, you know. Um, and one of the things that... I was always very impressed with with her. I met her when she was nineteen, and to this day, you know, still obviously, who isn't inspired by Beyonce? But mm-hmm. I got a lot of it firsthand at a very sort of crucial time of my life and my career to see how the hustle works and how to make it effective. Mm. Um, and that one doesn't waste a moment. You know, she makes it count. And that's where I was like, oh, yeah, why do you have to sleep in a hotel if you can go home on a red eye, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, sleep on a red eye and then get to work the next day 8 a.m. with everyone else? That is something that I was like, that's a really smart idea. She's also flown, you know, 24 hours to go see her husband for three hours and then fly back, you know. That's, that's 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 the hustle cool. of love, yeah right <laughs> exactly, and I've done that too, you know, because um you know I have a husband and three mm-hmm. little girls, so um you're born with it, you can also be inspired by the people that you um you want to emulate, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I think that I'm always constantly learning that mm-hmm. you know
1: I'm really interested by by the um experience with Beyonce because I listened to a podcast by a guy called Tim Ferriss I don't know if you know who Tim is mm. but one of his uh mantras or quotes is you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with mm. and when I look and when I first read that which was a couple of years ago I looked back through my life and I thought actually I can really see yeah how that was fundamentally absolutely true yeah and how interesting that you were spending all that time with those Uh, divas. Yes, yes, yes. And you absorbed and acted in a way that actually served your interests really well, which is the diva way.
0: Well, you know what's so funny? I, uh, as loud and as crazy and as over the top and overbearing and so many words that I've read on the internet that you people say about me. (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah, I'll take it. Thank (laughs) you. Um, I am an observer, and I watch everything. The funny thing is, it's so f- my some of my assistants in the past they would always say, you know, when we would get some new artists or new people, you know, coming into work, they'd always be like, mm. just so you know, she sees everything, she knows everything. She yeah, and they'd always be like, really? And like, it's it's true. I'm I'm. Sometimes when you have an outgoing, bubbly, happy personality, right? Mm-hmm. People mistake that for stupidity or, you know, uh, airheadedness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's a very sort of um, I think special art to be able to be light and free and fresh and still so mother effing fierce mm. and nobody knows. But yeah, that was something that I um, have always been, which is an an observer. And I would watch how um, people that I was fascinated by, I would watch how they worked a room or how they would act in meetings or how they would um, approach a project. Mm-hmm. And I would take little bits of, um, I wouldn't copy them, but I would be inspired by mm. little ways that I thought, how can I create my personal brand, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't even just mean the Mali beauty brand. I mean the Mali Roncal brand mm-hmm. because we all are, have a brand, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Our person is our brand and it's about how you market it and what you want to put out there, which is why I'm so proud that exactly what you said is what I've been trying to put out there, mm-hmm. which is love and positivity and happiness and, um, and beauty, you know it all kind of goes together.
1: I like the um I want you to bottle the sunshine that comes out of you mm-hmm. and the fierceness that <laughs> resides within you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I like that sounds like a fragrance Ooh, doesn't it doesn't it, it We does. can do that we could do that i you know what I for many years have had to um you know i tell i tell kind of a funny story, which um. I'm going to share with you really quickly because I learned something so much about who I was and kind of what I wanted to be in the makeup artistry world very young. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I always joke, you know, that I was born a drag queen. I just was. My mother was very glamorous, like loved her Chanel and her makeup and her hairdos. It was the 80s, too, girl. So, you know, we was giving it. I mean, the shoulder pads for days. And I was like her in that face. Yeah, exactly. And I was like her little mini me. Like I looked like 46 in like sixth grade. (laughs) Like, it was really, really embarrassing, actually. When you Slightly look inappropriate, it. but Yeah, fabulous. exactly. Like a full do, full face, you know, whatever. Um, but it was funny because I've always loved everything big, like big hair, big lashes, big makeup, whatever. You know what I mean? I love to wear high heels, you know, whatever. So I was a young, budding makeup artist. And, um, you know, I... You know, I knew that I wanted to do makeup. I I, I loved everything about it. It was mm-hmm. fun. It was like you got to express yourself. It's artistry, all that good stuff. But I was my own canvas, you know, and this was before Instagram. Let's just talk about this, where uh, you know, now everybody paints themselves, you know, for filth, which is fantastic. Go ahead, keep going. It's all good. <laughs> but I was really, I loved it. Um But most makeup artists at the time were not that, Mm -hmm. right? Very, you know, kind of understated. If you were an artist, like you'd come in as an artist, like jeans and T-shirt and like no makeup and like messy hair, (laughs) you know? like And that's cool. Mm. That was their thing. But there weren't a lot of makeup artists like me out there at the time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I got this gig with a big photographer and a big hairstylist. And like, it was this moment and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm climbing. I'm so excited. I show up, done, like, you know, me, blonde hair and lashes and da, da, da. And with that look came the personality, which mm-hmm. is, you know, high kicks and dancing and laughing and, you know, love and all that happiness. Mm-hmm. So we have a great day. Do the, Makeup, everything's fantastic. Everybody loves it. The photographer comes over to me. I'm not the photographer, excuse me, the hairstylist was a friend of mine. And he said, oh, man, they loved you. I was like, really? He's like, yes, they loved everything, the makeup, your personality, all that stuff. He's like, but I have to tell you something. And I was like, what? My heart sank. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, this whole thing you're doing? And he like <gasps> hand scans me. Oh, no. He's like, everybody was laughing at you. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you look ridiculous. He's like, nobody in the industry looks like that. He's like, if you want to be taken seriously as a real artist, you need to look like one and act like one. And you have the potential, but no one will hire you looking like this. I know. Clenching my fist. <laughs> so, of course, I went home. Cried to my husband, and I was like, They were laughing at me. And you know, he was like, Girl, I don't even know what to say. My now, my husband, let's not even get into Phil. Phil is fierce, okay? Um, so fade out, fade in. I get another job, younger photographer, you know, a couple of days later, and I was like, Well, thinking. I gotta do what this guy said. I mean, I don't wanna be taken, you know. So I go in jeans, t-shirt, flip-flops, hair down, like little tinted moisturizer. I don't even own tinted moisturizer. I think I had to make it, right? <laughs> um, and little mascara went in, did my job, and the whole day I didn't feel like me, I didn't act like me, I didn't, you know, it was not, I I couldn't do it. Mm get another job. A couple of days later, I went in fucking oh, excuse Say
1: me. Say it. <laughs> Say it. Let it out.
0: I went in full force. I mean, my hair was touching the ceiling of the cab. I mean, the lashes, I think I stacked four pairs, and I went for the big guns, and I had the best day. Best day. Kicking, screaming, carrying on, beautiful makeup, blasting the music, best photo shoot. The photographer said, oh, my gosh. He's like, I don't know who you are or where you <laughs> came from. He said, but I got to tell you, you are magic. And I'm doing the cover of InStyle tomorrow, and I'm canceling the makeup artist. And you're coming. And it just showed me mm-hmm. that when you are truly you, mm-hmm. and you are everything that God made you to be with 100% gusto... You're going to win every single time. So I tell that story, and I know it's long, but you have to kind of go through the energy of what mm. I went. Because I think we all do that, right? In, in business, we do it in life. We do it with romantic partners. We do it with um, friends, cliques, groups. Mm. It's like, what can I be that will be more appealing to these other people? Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: How can I? How can I change myself to be what they want me to be? Mm. And it never works. It never works.
1: It's. A, how old were you when this happened?
0: Uh, 23, twenty-three, twenty-four. See,
1: that's a good age for it to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. It was the right time. Yeah. Because then I was like balls to the wall. Mm. Get out of the way, people! Now, because I got my green light, and I there were no rules. I mean, look, I'm 47 years old and I'm still gluing crystals to my nails. You know what I mean? Like, even my daughters are like, Mom. What was the second thing I said to you? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Thank you. She loves my nails, people. Um, I couldn't pull that off. I
1: I could not pull that. I try so hard to pull stuff off and I just look basic. (laughs) I really do. (laughs) So you do it for me please.
0: All right, well we can, I'll, I'll go I'll do an extra one for you next month. Okay, Thank you. next week. Um but that's the thing and that's you know getting back to the whole hustle and the mm. business and when you are truly aware of who you are and you have the uh strength in yourself and the passion and the tools mm. to know what you want to do. And you don't always have to know what the next step is. I mean, I still, I don't know. I want to keep going. I don't know what my next steps are, right? You're always just kind of thinking and manifesting and conjuring and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you know who you are, your gut tells you what the next step is.
1: It's very true. And I ask you specifically, what age were you when you had that experience? Mm -hmm. Because um, I did a podcast a couple of weeks ago with uh, Trini Woodall mm. and Nadine Baggett and Caroline Hirons. Wow. And I said it was in my late 30s yeah. that I realized stop modifying your behavior because yeah. every situation you walk into, you feel at odds and it's because you're not being you. Yes, yes. you're trying so hard to please everybody else uh-huh. and to fit a mold.
0: Yes, exactly. And you will find your tribe. Look, there's a lot of customers out there who I am too much for you then. And they have been very vocal to tell me so. Mm. And that's okay. And it was hard in the beginning, especially when you're trying to grow a brand. Mm. You want to be a little bit in the middle mm-hmm. so that everybody's going to digest you. And you're not, you know what I mean? You don't want to yeah. step over too far this way or too far. And I was guilty of that. I came out guns a blazing, mm-hmm. right? But then when we started to build momentum... I'll say that there were times when I was like, okay, this is getting a little bit, you know, we're, we're teetering here. I don't want to offend anybody either way. So I'm mm-hmm. going to pull back a little bit. Uh, it was a short period of time, I shall say. Um, but I did, and it, I realized it wasn't the right way to go. But there's some people who like me, and there's some people who don't. My husband calls it the 80 20 I'd like to hope it's 80-20, not 50-50. But the 80 that love you mm-hmm. and the 20 that don't. And you just have to, um, you don't worry about the 20.
1: And I think that is such, it, it sounds like some such a single, simple thing to say. Yeah. Don't worry about the people who don't care about you. Right. But you can put all your focus on those oh, people. Oh, yes, yes. And it's just saying They can live their life. These people are being really warm and welcoming and dig what I do, so I'm going to do it for them. Yes,
0: that is exactly right.
1: And it's kind of, in a way, I remember, I forget which artist it was, but it's like a big artist, probably someone like Madonna, saying (laughs) it's good to polarize people.
0: Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, again, like you said, easier said than done. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to uh, say, ah, I don't care about you. But very few of us, myself included, are that strong. Mm -hmm. Madonna is that's strong.
1: Have you worked with Madonna? No.
0: <gasps> oh, I, you know what's so funny? There are, people have asked me who are, there are some people, believe it or not, that you almost don't want to work with.
1: I know exactly what you mean. Right? Yep.
0: You're a little scared, not scared to do it, but I'm not saying that Madonna would not fulfill every single dream, but I'm just saying that there are some that you're kind of like, oh, I kind of like just watching you and being a fan yeah. from over here. Now, I'm still a fan of all my clients, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, Beyonce's different because I met her as a baby, so we kind of grew up together. So it's a little different. But you still sit there and look at her now in my 40s and just be like, Staring blankly I, I at the skin. Imagine. I and met her once. You did? I did. At a Wait. fragrance
1: launch about 15 years ago. And
0: was it just beautiful?
1: I just I just stared.
0: Yeah, that's all that. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. Walking <laughs> around with her in public, that's what happens. Mm. Like people literally can't speak. Mm. They become mute, mm. you know? Did uh, you
1: see Wanda Sykes once said, Beyonce Knowles should have someone who walks like 10 feet in front of a thing <laughs> just so you know someone really damn beautiful uh, well. exactly as well, as well as so just
0: don't just hang on
1: people just like you know prepare yourself be cool exactly but she's coming and yes. she's gorgeous Ex- I thought was really interesting.
0: it's very true it's uh, very true but yet the most gracious and that's one thing I always have to say like to people says please and thank I mean Tina Knowles raised that child mm-hmm. right that's mm-hmm. all I have to say
1: Being professional is, and I think I often say on this podcast, about particularly about beauty brands, beauty Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, there really is no blueprint for how to to start a beauty business. Yes. Um, Not because people are secretive, but just in the same way as I guess there isn't for used car salesmen, (laughs) like, you know, a manual. (laughs) So I don't want to say that, I don't want anyone to perceive that as me dissing the beauty industry because I'm absolutely not. But to go out there on your own, start a business, believe in... um, a price point for a product to believe in something that a product can do and to then create that yeah is really interesting, so the starting point for that were you are you somebody who has vision boards are you somebody who did you think of yourself as a businesswoman?
0: Um, let me start by saying uh, ignorance is bliss <laughs> okay, I knew absolutely nothing. All I knew was that I had passion. I had belief in myself. Mm-hmm. I had belief in what I knew I could create. I had belief in my communication skills with connecting with uh, people. Um, that was, you know, it's very funny because people always say, how do you do that? How do you start? I want to start a makeup line. How do you start a makeup line? Mm-hmm. And it, may, it literally makes my head spin because, I mean, on a very... You know, surface level, you can say, well, you think of a product, then you go to a lab and you have them make it and then you market it. You know, Mm. you have to think of your meaningful difference. This is what my husband and I talk about all the time because people ask us all the time, how'd you start Mally Beauty? And how you know, what, what you first of all, there's a billion makeup lines out there. What is going to set you apart? from everyone else. And I knew where my strengths were. So was I a businesswoman? In the sense of like going to business school and knowing about spreadsheets, and I don't even know how to make a spreadsheet at this point. No, Just saying. Uh-uh. Um, but um, knowing about all of that kind of like stuff, no, I didn't know any of that. But from a business standpoint, of making something, educating a customer, and uh, hoping that I could encourage her to buy it Mm -hmm. and have it be something that will enrich her life, her beauty, her spirit, and want to go back and do it again and again. Mm -hmm. I knew I could do that. That was something that was just in me.
1: That was the part you didn't even have to think about. Exactly. Right?
0: That's when, though, you need to find people who are smarter than you in those areas that are the business aspect mm-hmm. of it all. But I knew, um, business wise, I knew a couple of things. I was um, very adamant about the fact that I needed to be the person to educate and teach this customer. And I don't want to call it sell it to her, but present it to Mm -hmm. her in a way Mm -hmm. that she might be enticed to make it a part of her life. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was one thing. I didn't want a sales girl, boy to do it. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I was so personally connected to this story Mm -hmm. and bringing her into my life that I needed to be the one to do that. So that was one. That's where QVC came in. Mm Because at the time, I was the spokesperson for Sephora. I was the spokesperson for Sephora. I was doing celebrities literally living in the plane. Like, I was just telling my girlfriend, Grace, we were talking on the phone, and I was telling her a story about how... um, I had been living in uh, in the nicest way, celebrity hell, I like to call it, <laughs> in the nicest way, of course, uh, meaning I hadn't been home in weeks. I was in Africa, and then Paris, and then uh, I flew to D- Dallas, Texas, and then I had to fly back to New York, and then I was going to L.A., and it all sounds really pretty and good, but when you're doing it and you're... You know, look, I'm not sleeping now, but it's a little different. You know,
1: it's a juggernaut. Yeah, these things they move with such speed and yeah. you're either on or you're off.
0: Correct, exactly. And so I was telling her how I was getting ready to go back to New York to go see my husband, and my agent called, and he said, "Up, oh, up, oh, hold on, switch up." You're actually going to be rerouted to LA because so-and-so needs you to do this music video and blah. And I literally fell on the floor in O'Hare, Chicago airport, laid on the floor, screaming, crying, I don't want to (laughs) go, you know, and, uh, you know, getting angry and probably saying bad words. Um, but, um completely don't even remember why I was telling that story, but getting back to the point where I was, oh yeah, I know, celebrity hell. Um, But great, great, amazing. But I wanted to see where my next level was, right, where Mm. I wanted to be. And I wanted to communicate and I wanted to share and I wanted to teach Mm. people how to do makeup. And remember, this was before YouTube, -hmm. Right. This is QVC was actually the first YouTube. If you really want to break it down,
1: I believe that so wholeheartedly. Yeah,
0: you know, because it was the only way that you could watch someone put makeup on someone and teach tips and tricks. And there also, again, I'm not trying to be fierce. I'm just telling the truth. There were not a lot of makeup artists even on QVC Mm -hmm. doing that. So we really were doing something that no one had done in the past. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it was a different, completely different world that I believe started this whole career of mm. you know, YouTube and tutorials and all that kind of stuff, because nobody was doing that mm. then. I'll never forget. Well, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, <laughs> um, so that was it. I had the idea, I had the passion, and I knew where I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But then I just needed people to help me figure that out.
1: And have you always been good at finding your tribe and surrounding yourself with? Uh, Do you have a good bullshit meter?
0: No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? For my pure core of people, I would say yes. But then there's a lot of. You know, I see, this has been my problem in the past. I'm getting better now as mm-hmm. like a middle-aged woman. But I've always been a little bit uh, optimistic about people, you know. Yeah. And so they come in and they're so nice and you don't, oh, and then I'm like, ooh, come party, family, let's do it. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then you slowly, after a while, start to see the true colors. Mm -hmm. I just posted something on Instagram. Just, I want to read it properly because I don't want to make a mistake. And
1: listeners, the link to Molly's Instagram will be in the show notes because it is a very happy place.
0: I love you. It is. Well, that's all we want is just to have happy, although this quote isn't. Not really the happiest, but it says, if you ever get the chance to treat them how they treated you, I hope you choose to walk away. Yes. Yes. And that was something, ooh, gets me emotional because I really have had, you know, I wanted, I would always want to believe that people are good Mm -hmm. and they're not always. So... I will tell you, my circle now is very tight and very small, mm-hmm. um, mostly family. Obviously, my husband and I have great friends, mm-hmm. and I hold them very close um, because you know, it's 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 a tough world out there. And I don't mean to be negative. There's a lot of great people, but I believe your tribe will find you mm-hmm. no matter what, mm-hmm. and they will love you, good days, bad days. Beautiful with full sets of lashes, days looking like mm-hmm. zit cream on your face, the whole nine yards, they will find you. Um, I'm working on my bullshit meter. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But I think, but are you, would you say you're slightly witchy? Do you uh-huh. we talk about oh, being yes. an observer? And I find that mm-hmm. very interesting. I I don't know as if I'd call myself an observer, but when I'm in a room, I can feel yeah. energy. And sometimes, yes. and it, that sounds a bit witchy. No, I just mean it. That is. I think I come away with an icky feeling or yes. I feel. Really energized, or I'm definitely very sensitive. Yeah.
0: Yes. Well, you're an empath.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%.
0: I felt that a thousand percent as soon as I walked in. Yes, you have. <laughs> you are huge. Like your energy, your spirit is very powerful. First of all, oh, is it? Yes. That's good to know. <laughs> yes, it is, and you're. Um, but it's also in your face. You have a beautiful face and it's very open and kind. So oh, you know, you. you can feel that. Thanks, Mom and Dad. I know. Yeah, it has nothing to do with her people, just yeah. so you know. <laughs> That's always funny, right? When people are like, Oh my gosh, you're so pretty. You're like, Thank you. You're like, well, wasn't you.
1: It's I know. If parents. anyone ever says something
0: like, Oh, you've got such pretty eyes,
1: yeah. I, I say, Oh, you gotta love interracial marriage. <laughs> and then I'm like why do I say <laughs> these things? Because I just wanna deflect. <laughs> My father's listening to this. Even Hi, I'm a Dad. like woman.
0: Really? What's interracial?
1: Um, my father's uh, from Sri Lanka, and my mother's English. Really? But my father's mixed race. My father is Sri Lankan and Scottish. Wow. So that's what the green eyes are. So they're not particularly. Wow. That's so
0: cool.
1: <laughs> no, I'm very. I can see of that. Yeah, I can tell. Totally. I'll show you a picture
0: of. Them yes, please. Afterwards. I love it. I love it.
1: Um, so yes, yeah, sorry. Are you witchy? So I. You said I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. When you're in a room and you're observing, mm-hmm. are you picking like the matrix? Are you picking up information? Yes,
0: absolutely. And I know I'm working on some of this. Oh, how did this all of a sudden become like my shrink session?
1: Do you know what? I, I need to do I need to give a warning because I, the amount of times I've done
0: sessions, I've done, some, right? done podcasts with people. Megan, and she's say, making me say things. And I so good. I feel like I've just done therapy. I love it. I, um, you know what it is? Uh, I One of my big things is if, when I walk into a room... Obviously, you're attracted to certain people. Mm -hmm. And again, that's just energy finding, you know, other like-minded. I always, though, am attracted to, um, I don't know what this is about, the sad energy or the person who needs lifting or the person who needs love. Somehow, I go immediately to that Mm -hmm. energy. Um, Or I'm just going to say this, the angry person or the, I don't want to call them the angry person, the person who's misunderstood or who doesn't understand Mm -hmm. their journey at that moment and maybe is a little upset with the universe for that. I don't know why Phil's always like. Why do you feel the need to fix everyone? I was
1: about to say that's a fixer quality. Isn't yeah,
0: it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I um, I'll
1: make it all right.
0: Yeah, I see you. Yes. I hear you. Yeah, I'll help. I'll yes, make it all right. Yes. Oh God, you're going to make me cry. That goes way back to my mom for sure. You know, <laughs> you should go get a doctor, a doctor's <laughs> license. It goes way back to my mom because wanting to fix her, Mm -hmm. you know, my whole life. So I think that's where that comes from. And I think that's what comes from being wanting to be a makeup artist or wanting to be in someone's personal space Mm -hmm. or share personal space with someone. You know, when my agent back in the day, it was funny, um, I never set out to be a celebrity makeup artist, quote unquote, right? Which again, that wasn't even really a Title, you know, I think my god agent made it up or something. I don't no, know. I think beauty journalist. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because you know, it was funny because he was like, you know, at the time it was models. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. supermodel Mm -hmm. era, right? And there were all these models. Think about the early 90s and Kevin O'Quan with like Linda Evangelista and yeah, all that stuff was happening. That's when I was learning. I know. I mean, I watched Kevin work and I watched Matthew Anderson work and I know I was in, that's how Matthew was my mentor. Uh, Yeah. So I watched him do Claudia Schiffer and create this like Glamazon, speaking of Glamazon, RuPaul, hello. Yeah. Um, I'm, so, keeping it, I'm keeping a little on for a moment. I know, it's hard. It'll come up by it's the end. It's hard not to, right? <laughs> so it was funny because when I became a makeup artist, that was really what it was about, the, 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 the supermodels. Mm. And my agent was like, you know what? There's a lot of you know, celebrities coming up asking for, you know, Um, And I just really believe that the next level of magazine covers and uh, ad campaigns, it's going to start moving a little bit away from the model and more to the celebrity. And Mm. I'm going to market you as like a celebrity makeup artist. And I was like, okay, I just want to do makeup. I don't care. I'll put it on anybody. And, And I said, well, why me? And he was like, because you're like a big hug in the morning. Mm. He's like, you're a cup of coffee. You will. Um, and I've always been a nurturer and a lover. And he's like, I think they, they would appreciate that first thing at 4 a.m. after flying in from, you know. Wherever, yeah. yeah. And it just worked, you know.
1: I also, having worked on lots of photo shoots over the years Mm -hmm. I've always been very jealous actually I'll (laughs) be really honest of the um, relationship between the makeup artist and the talent Mm -hmm. for want of a better expression yeah and because that is an unbreakable bond and it doesn't matter if you get there at the same time it's the physical space that yeah yeah and that that does in in every single shoot I've been on the makeup artist is Mm -hmm. uh, more than the photographer in many Mm -hmm. instances Mm -hmm. is the way to Get the most out of that Mm. shoot.
0: Yeah. You become... Because you're looking in someone's eyes for Mm. two hours, right? And I even... like Don't get me wrong. I've worked with the best and most incredible hairstylists Mm. in the world. But I have a funny philosophy about that. It's because I'm sitting here looking at you now this whole time. I've been locked eyes with you this Mm. whole time. He or she is behind you Mm. working on your hair. So you feel... That there's someone behind you almost got your back, Mm -hmm. but this other person is Mm face-to-face and you're sharing this tight, you know. So yes, it is a very personal relationship, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That it is, um, it is true. I will say there have been many occasions where we'd been on a shoot and the photographer has said, "Mallie, come here and rah-rah. Mm. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, a particular client, but just any, you know, anyone, mm. you know what I mean? Because there's a moment that you share and you can laugh about things and you have private jokes and all mm. that kind of stuff. It's a very interesting thing that I never planned. Mm. The funny thing about all of this shit is I never planned a damn thing. <laughs> it, but would you change a minute of it? Not a Not a minute. The good, the bad, the scary, the exciting, the painful. And because, mind you, during all of this, I got married and had three babies, Mm -hmm. you know, which is like a whole other Mm -hmm. level of like, oh my gosh, because that's, it changes the game Mm -hmm. for sure. You know what I mean? Because a few things is not only are you um, building a career, business, brand, blah, 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 for yourself, but, you know, you've got now a family to take mm-hmm. care of and a legacy that you want, you know, them to be proud of. I always say I can't, I have to watch what I'm doing because my daughters are watching. You How know. old
1: are they
0: now? Oh, my gosh. Okay, the twins are going to be 12. Yikes! I know, it's crazy. When are they
1: going to be 12? That sounds like it's soon.
0: December 12th. <gasps> I know.
1: Sagittarius. Sagittarians.
0: Yes, there you go. When's your birthday? 17th. Oh, there you go. (laughs) I love my Sagittarians. Uh, My baby just turned nine, our baby Viv. She turned nine in November.
1: Scorpio? No. What? Is she a Scorpio? She's a Scorpio. (gasps) I know. So I'm Sagittarius, but like my major thing is Scorpio, and Uh, I'm very glad
0: about that. Oh, yes. She is fierce. Yeah. So, you know, we're just... Watching her.
1: What star sign are you?
0: I'm a Capricorn. Oh, mm-hmm. right. So and I am a, a goat <laughs> all the way, a climber. Never satisfied. Get to a plateau. Okay, that was good. Now let's keep going. Yeah.
1: I've never thought about that in that way. Mm-hmm. And goats can um, yeah. Goats can find their footing on yes. very rough it, terrain.
0: Exactly. Um, yes. The hustle. Yeah, it's the hustle. Um, I remember I didn't like being born a Capricorn cause I was like, well, that's not a cool sign. <laughs> it's not cool. That's not a Leo. Like everyone okay. wanted to be the Leo, right? Yeah. Like JLo. Um, and, uh, and now, you know what? I realized I was born to be that, you know what I mean? To be, uh, a maneuverer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? To be able to get around, yeah. um, hard terrain,
1: was there ever a point where um, life seemed difficult to navigate and you would perhaps, and I'm projecting massively, I've often looked around me and thought, everyone else's life looks really easy. Oh Why does it God. feel like I have to do <laughs> How about this times? morning?
0: <laughs> <laughs> How about when I was laying on the plane going, I can't sleep! This one doesn't have to do this crap! I'm just kidding.
1: No, but have you ever experienced that where you've looked around and thought... life just looks so much simpler for other people. And they seem to be doing better than me.
0: Yes. Yes. That's, you, that even before social media, Mm. the grass always looks greener. Mm -hmm. And now that, that's poison, Mm -hmm. you know. And as much as we try to preach to everybody, guys, they're only showing you the good stuff. Yeah. It still doesn't help. You still. The number one thing you have to realize is none of that everybody i mean i'm learning this now and i'm again almost 47 it took me this long to realize that everybody's got journey everybody's got heartache everybody's mm-hmm. got hard times they just are not letting you see it but then you have the opposite you know those people on facebook that are like oh god Oh nice. I love the passive Wait, aggressive meme. Yeah, yeah.
1: When friends let you down them <laughs> go or something, I'm like, "Geez, keep that inside.
0: Like, move on." <laughs> exactly. Like, we've all had it
1: happen, but don't don't yeah.
0: repost a meme. I know, I know, I know. Yes, uh, sure, of course. Uh, I mean, you know, but you know what? I think the best thing to do is when you feel like that, mm. you go back to your gratitude. You go back to what am I thankful for that I have that nobody else has? You know what I mean? What are the gifts? And, you know, it's funny. Um, I've, I do this a lot to some of my girlfriends or, you know, young girls who work for me. I'm always very proud. I love to find these, like, young, yummy Girls that want to be great. You know what I mean? And I try to say, you know, what can we do to help you on your journey? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To get you where you want to go. Yep. And the gratitude is a big one. Um, and some people have a hard time. It's very interesting. What do you love about yourself? I'll say. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I, well, I mean, I don't, it's like you almost don't want to be like cocky or conceited yep. or whatever. Like, This is just you and me right now. I mean, you're not, you know, saying it, you're screaming it from the rooftops. But what, you know what I mean? Because these are the things that you have to focus on. Mm -hmm. These are the things you have to say every day. Mm -hmm. Look at this great gift that I have. We tend to focus more on the negative Mm -hmm. and it's real easy to do. But um, I will always go back to gratitude and that will say, you know what? Okay, maybe I don't have that. But look what we do have.
1: Well, are they. What is it? Com- um, comparison is the oh, yes of joy. Yeah, right yeah, position?
0: yeah, um, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> same idea. Yeah,
1: it is. And I wonder. I said about you know you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and if yeah. one of the people that you spend the most time with is Beyonce, mm. as much as that's fantastic and you can channel your <laughs> inner amazingness, there's also the part of you and. And I felt it nowhere near as profoundly as I'm sure someone who worked as closely as you did. But where you're like in the bubble, in the bubble, uh-huh. in the bubble. You run up to the stage, you're in the bubble and then boom. Yes. The lights are off you. She's yeah. a star. Yeah. And I wonder, not not just about Beyonce, but yeah. just about being in those sorts of circles mm. where it's fabulous, 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 fabulous. And yeah. then you stop and you see, oh, it's still, still fabulous there. It's <laughs> still fabulous for But her. I'm here. Exactly. <laughs> Whether whether that ever took the shine off or whether you then use that
0: to motivate yourself in a different direction. That's your inspiration, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I used to, um, it's funny, my my poor husband, because, you know, when we would travel, again, this is, you know, years ago when I think Beyonce could actually go to stores, but we would Mm -hmm. travel and we would come to London and we'd go to Chanel and we'd go to, you know... And we'd shop, and she'd be like, oh, yes. And I'm like, oh, yes, I'll take one, too. Okay, great. And then you go home, and Phil's like, really? Because <laughs> guess what? We don't have that bank account. Like, yeah, no, I know. I kind of got caught up in the moment. He's like, yeah. I clearly return, you know. But that's why, again, it's funny getting back to being so grateful that I grew up mm-hmm. in the presence and being able to experience, and I'm not saying that money, right? We're not talking about money. We're not talking about private planes. We're not talking about the best hotels, Mm -hmm. but it's about what do you want? Mm -hmm. You know, what do you want that's going to fulfill you? Mm -hmm. That's going to make you happy? Um, You know, as a 20 something year old makeup artist, sure. That's like, yes, this is what we want. You know, do I want this now? Um, I have Things that I am very grateful for, but then there's things I'd much rather have: three beautiful, healthy children mm-hmm. and a wonderful, healthy yeah. husband, um, and a little bit of Chanel too. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no. But seriously, I think yes, you use the inspiration to say, okay. Maybe I don't want it exactly like that. I'll never be a pop star or a movie star at this point, or maybe I will. You know, you just have to. It's all about, yes, vision board. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about vision board. It's all about writing it down, saying it out loud, manifesting. Mm-hmm. You know, it will come to you. It, there's no way it won't. It's mm-hmm. the law of attraction. It will come to you if you. Believe that it will. That's why I post that constantly. Mm-hmm. Just trying to, even if you're scrolling through your Instagram and you see something on my feed that says something positive, your miracle is coming, right? Okay. Then for that one second, you said, my miracle is coming. Mm-hmm. There's no way it won't come, mm-hmm. you know? So that's kind of like, I post those as little public service announcements, little angel. Droppings, not angel shit droppings, but angel (laughs) angel fairy dust. Angel fairy dust in your feed, so that you have no choice but to say it, Mm. and then we're hopefully giving you the gift of.
1: I think you might have put something up there as well the other day, which was um, just because you don't have it now doesn't mean it's It's not not on its its way. way.
0: Yes, exactly, and it's absolutely true.
1: And my listeners know this. (laughs) I um, have struggled with being depressed mm-hmm. and I got into a very negative mindset a few years ago and I co- told myself consistently you're poor you're fat you're ugly no one likes you and it was just I could I could go on and it became a reality because I to- I isolated myself and in fact if we talk about RuPaul then I am going to mention this anecdote um I was listening to what's the tea and that podcast I always joke this podcast saved my life I'm not joke. because it's serious that podcast saved my life because when I was really low I was listening to that podcast and he said something along the lines of um, we all have an inner saboteur and the saboteur's um, intention is to get you alone and kill you yeah. and I listened to that and I was like bitch they're winning <laughs> And I, and, but I woke up (laughs) genuinely, that was one of, obviously there are lots of things that have to culminate, but that was definitely one thing. And I would say to people, my inner saboteur nearly fucking (laughs) won. And I was just, and then I turned it around and I was like, no, no, you have this, you were this, you're this, you're, and as soon as, and it doesn't happen overnight, it's like trying to turn a a big ship or a big heavy articulated vehicle. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You can't make it happen overnight. No. But if you do change that. Yeah vocabulary that you use towards yourself yes yes it's amazing what can happen
0: it's amazing because this podcast came out of that well you're none of those things you (laughs) know that now right um but you talked yourself into it Mm -hmm. and you know what it's funny that little kind of cartoon anecdote of the angel and the devil on Mm -hmm. your shoulder that is so true and the thing is you need to magnify the angel mm. that loves you, yeah, not the angel that wants to kill you, because it it is true, and unfortunately, the angel that wants to kill you is very strong,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and prays and wily and wily <laughs> and prays on your weakness and feeds you ice cream and pr- yeah, and exactly. beige food, and <laughs> dirty, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I love beige food. No, oh, God, I anyway. um
1: Especially at this time of year. I know. Listeners, this is recorded just before Christmas. So yes, <laughs> um, But I'm interested because talking about the angel and the devil, everything that you've described about how you work, you're kind of like everybody's angel, mm-hmm. but just personified. Put, that's what you intend to put out there. And I'm curious about boundaries because mm-hmm. it's easy to be drained of that energy. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how you're able to protect yourself so that you don't lose any of your fairy dust, mm-hmm. but you can still be positive and light to other people. Yes.
0: Well, thank you. This has been many years in the making. Mm-hmm. I have been, like all of us, hurt many times and wanted to say, um, okay, I'm I'm not going to be this way anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's. It's too hard on your heart. Right? It's too much. I'm very blessed to have a very close, obviously, husband who is very protective of the fairy dust. And he will uh, red flag it the minute he sees. Really? Yes. That it's coming. I have a father who is literally... like. If you think I'm positive, you better watch out because <laughs> Rahelio gonna come in with some of his positivity, and it's a different kind of positivity. It's much stronger than mine, but quiet strong. Ooh. Yeah, it's incredible. He is my inspiration in so many ways, and every time I've gone to him and said, "You know what? That's it. I'm done. I'm not giving anymore. I, I, I've been I've been sucked dry of all of this love, and I'm over." He never let me he said no this is your journey this is your journey on this earth and you have to continue because there's nobody on earth like you who can do it so your your cross is that you're going to get hurt mm-hmm. and it is just what it is you have to again i think i don't want to say desensitize yourself but i think what happens is you have to watch And be proactive. Mm -hmm. I can kind of tell when it's about to go that way now. Again, it took a long time to figure that out. That's
1: why experience is such a wonderful thing. Exactly.
0: And that's funny, right, because um, nothing beats experience. Mm -hmm. Even if you want to try to educate someone, like I've got three little girls, and dang, I really want to try to stop before. I don't want them to feel the hurt mm, mm. because I see already they have a lot of, they all have a little bit of me in them, which is that empath, mm-hmm. which is that open heart, which is just a, an invitation for getting hurt, right? You know, but um, but you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. It's part of the journey. So... Um, again, I'm very protective now of my spirit. And that's another thing I tell my malinistas, as I call them, is protect your spirit. That's your job. Mm -hmm. That's your job, you know. And, uh, you know what? Those people that prey on people like us, like you, like, they'll find somebody else to go do that too. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They're going to creep in. They're going to find, oh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a little creature animals like they're gonna try feed off of that uh no they're not playing okay I'll just
1: find something they'll find
0: something else yeah it's it's tough
1: and has it ever made you harder you know you talk about being desensitized Mm because I know I can sometimes completely shut down Mm -hmm. And people are like, (laughs) (laughs) damn what happened to her. But it's my but it's um it's like a fail-safe Yeah,
0: defense mechanism. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But I don't like it. (laughs) You don't like it, yes, but sometimes I think you have to allow yourself that. Mm. You know what I mean? I think there's a way to do it with kindness. Mm. You know, there's a way to do it with love and say, you know what? You're not right for me right now, Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Maybe you were right for me at that time. And I believe people come in and out of your life for seasons, and just because they were there, right?
1: Seasons, reasons, lifetime.
0: That's right. And it doesn't matter that they're not there for you now. Not everybody's meant to be in your life forever. Mm. It's, you know, I have a girlfriend who's like that, and she's like... Oh, but it's such a shame you were friends in 4th grade and you were so close then okay i was 4th grade child i'm done <laughs> and it was great but you know what it's it's for that mm-hmm. you know so try not to get hard because mm-hmm. the reason you're you and why everyone loves you is because of what um is because i think everybody has softness mm-hmm. and that's the happy you know, that that's that happy place mm. that you deserve to be within yourself and to give the people that love you. And what... Oh,
1: this, this is such a good chat. <laughs>
0: well, good you know, well, and it, exactly, it starts with private planes, <laughs> makeup, and then us bawling our eyes out.
1: Well, but they're the best kind of conversations. Yeah. And I think... Um, it's just very inspiring the, the everything that you've done from working on those shoes and to being unapologetically you and you tell the story about you changed yourself
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it wasn't authentic and mm-hmm. I, and it's and we all need to be a little bit more ourselves
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely you know it's very funny cuz I have so many different people in my life that are from so many different Walks of life. Mm. This is one thing that I am very, very passionate about, which is I believe that we're all the same. You know, I know that everybody talks about. You know, if you really want to see how someone is, um, see how they treat the waiter. Mm-hmm. You know that conversation. It's very funny because I grew up. My mom and dad. Again, they're my biggest inspirations. And to this day, I do exactly this. And it's, it's, it's funny to people sometimes. So you sit down in a restaurant. My father would always say, they'd say, oh, hello, sir. You know, welcome. Here's your menu. And my dad would always look at the waiter or waitress or wait staff and say, what's your name? And they would go, me? Mm. My dad would say, yeah. Well, it's Joe. <laughs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> How you doing today? And genuinely mm-hmm. care. You know, that's one thing. Another, you know, that's something that I'm very passionate about, mm-hmm. that everyone is the same. And with this thing, the phone, mm-hmm. the Instagram, the class system that has now sort of come out is heartbreaking mm-hmm. to me. You know what I mean? Uh Was it somebody, was it Kanye actually, that was saying we shouldn't be able to see how many likes people have or how many followers that people have? I think I read that recently. Mm -hmm. I don't know who it was, so don't quote me. (laughs) But I thought that's pretty cool if -hmm. you really think about it because then it's truly, I'm guilty. I follow people that just have a lot of followers because I'm like, well, why is everybody following this person? Okay, I'll follow and look. And then I go for a while, I'm like, I don't don't need to follow this person anymore. Because it should feed you. Mm. It should feed you somehow. I've also deleted all negative. Anything that's going to make me feel bad, Mm -hmm. I've gotten out of my Instagram. Jules
1: Von Hert came on this podcast, the creative Isle of Paradise, Mm. and he... Said your Instagram feed is stuff that you like to see, and he's like, I follow the Royal Society of the Protection of Birds. I follow like, yes, um, yes, heritage. Yes, so he gets all these beautiful pictures because he says I don't want to be triggered. Yes. I don't want to see people yes. who will make me feel bad. Yes,
0: and it's it is a uh, you know what you gotta if you if you put it in there if you put it in your feed it's gonna come up mm-hmm. without your warning. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, you're going to feel bad without... Now, it, I will tell you a little secret. So like, there's times when I'm feeling good, feeling mm-hmm. strong, feeling like, hey, feeling good. And then <laughs> I'll go look at those things, just yep. myself, just mm-hmm. to be like, you know what, I'm good. And, and then I'll go look at that and I'll go, okay, that's good for you. But I I got me. I'm good. Exactly. But I won't put it in there so it can just freaking sneak attack so just you. just to
1: test your boundaries. You're like, okay,
0: how powerful are you today? Yeah, Marley? yeah. You're best powerful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I like my assistant Megan and I are ridiculously embarrassed. Megan's in the room, Say hi, Megan. Hi. hi. We look at puppies.
1: <laughs> puppies.
0: Oh, God. She'll, like, tag me and like, a dog, like, you know... Like eating a, well, dogs, what is it? Dogs eating gently. <laughs> It's, and it's like they give them a cookie and they just take it, and it's just and it's this giant pit bull eating this. Like, because you the, have pit bulls, yeah. Yes, me. we have two pit bulls, and uh, they're the cutest, most amazing creatures. Um, but anyway, yeah, and those things, right? That's what Instagram should be for.
1: If I can't sleep, and I know that they say that you should never pick up your phone when I you can't know. sleep, but at three o'clock in the morning, it's amazing how quickly 45 minutes can yeah. go. Oh. Watching people like. <laughs> Make soap curls.
0: Yeah!
1: (laughs) And crush up soap. Yeah! (laughs) and sand and my daughters love that <laughs> also the other night at about i'd been sent um <laughs> the keels sent the, the christmas gift oh yeah so like with all their christmas offerings and i vaguely looked at it i was like busy that day and i was like oh that's nice it's like got a body lotion it's got a bar of soap in it. Oh. and i put it to one side and then i woke up at three o'clock and i was like looking at soap cars videos and, like, <laughs> why why am i watching these when i could do it myself Did you soap curl? A lot harder than it looks. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. I just gouged that soap. I just destroyed it. (laughs) <laughs> Megan, get us a bar of soap, genuinely, <laughs> and a knife.
0: Or,
1: oh my god! I don't know. I was like, maybe you should have heated up the the thing. Maybe yeah. you needed to What's put it the over there. What's the technique?
0: Oh. I was
1: like, this isn't looking as good as it does oh, on Instagram. Oh, that's hilarious Things that you do when you can't sleep.
0: It is well, and that's another thing that I think is very interesting. That actually, Instagram is a good thing. I look, I'm not, I'm not hating on Instagram. I am a social media girl. I love social media. It's, is it integral to the
1: business? As well.
0: Yes, um, it is very integral mm. to the business, but also um, that that people pleaser in me mm. that um, that let me be here to make you feel good thing. Uh, I mean, it's, it is it is not a healthy relationship, but I will go on Instagram <laughs> Live. I'm like, somebody, I feel like somebody needs to feel good. Let me go on Live and try to find that person. Yeah. You know, that is, it's weird.
1: But your lives are brilliant because your lives are, um, I watch lots of lives. And <laughs> it's it's the inclusivity. It's like, hey, mm. hey,
0: join yeah. me. Yes. As
1: opposed to, look at how oh, I am. I can't
0: do that. I cannot do that. It is the worst. That makes that makes That's talk about making you feel mm-hmm. bad. You know what I mean? No. Everything, uh, the core of everything that we do is love. Mm. Everything. It's the reason why we exist. It is uh, the reason why I do wake up in the morning is to share love. Anything that I post... I never... You know, it's funny. You know, they have like, what is it? The Hoot Suite or something where you can... Shut Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I like lament. Like I get down and dirty with that Instagram. Like I never post. And even Phil said to me, he's like, why don't you just like put a bunch of posts up and get ready and just hit send so we don't have to sit here (laughs) in the kitchen Getting the kids late for school because you're (laughs) writing it out. I'm like, because I can't. Every Mm -hmm. single post that I do is organic for that moment Mm -hmm. because I pray before I do it. And I ask God, the creator of the universe, whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. to come through me and tell me that somebody needs to hear this. And even if it's one person or it ends up being 4,000 people who respond to it, I'm good. I'm good because that's it was it was an intention always.
1: Have you ever done a TED talk? No. Don't you think she should do one, Megan? Yeah, thousand percent.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, i, I a campaign to
1: make first this happen. Then
0: will be less crying. Oh, what? <laughs> <See>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that true? <laughs> she said sleep first because there'll be less crying, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we cry. You're a crier. Massively. Yeah, I can tell because we're. And
1: the thing is, I that. nearly handed you a tissue, but yeah. it, they're mentholated. And I thought, I'm <laughs> going to it's going to be like those sticks that <laughs> in movies. I, was like, I feel really, really horrible now, but I can't get on one of those tissues. It's t- t- all
0: good. It's all good. It's all good. I swallowed it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, it's funny. I love this because this is exactly what life is, mm-hmm. what we just did in this time, which is we sat down, we shared energy slash love slash Mm. this, we breathe the same air, right? And we just let the universe take us where we're supposed to go. Exactly. And I I will quote one of
1: my dear listeners, Yaz, um, who's going to get another shout out. I adore Yaz. Yes. She's a big fan of yours.
0: Oh, and we, I love you. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and
1: we were talking beforehand, and, I, and I'd done my research. But there are sometimes I'm like, I shout it out to people yeah. and say, Are there any questions? Yeah. And I said, Yes. Is there anything you want me to say to Mally? And she said just that my mom and I watch her just because she's just good energy and she makes us feel happy. Oh. I might be misquoting you, as yes, I haven't got my, uh. I've got my phone on <laughs> plane mode so it doesn't oh. interrupt the recording. Oh. And I thought that was really thank lovely you. and I get it and that's exactly what you've given me in this podcast. I
0: love you. And I know you, I have too. to let
1: you go, which is horrible.
0: Well, listen, this is the thing. Um, there are... that. Thank you, yes. That means everything to me. Of course... We're here. I always say this to my team. I say this to everyone. Of course we're here to sell things. Mm. Of course we're here to... I mean, everybody's got to make money. You got to eat. Yeah, the hustle is not for Ex- free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. But I chose a, a direction and a path um, that I need... I will always honor. Mm. Look, we all go through hard things. I... Have had moments being on the air where you had no idea that my life was falling apart on the other side. But just so they know, they have given me just as much, you know. It's like the gift goes two ways. Mm-hmm. And they, this is really why I feel so blessed and honored that I was chosen for this journey. Because it's not just about me giving to them, I feel like this whole thing mm-hmm. is like, "What have I done for you? You know, mm-hmm. they have done, they saved me for sure. Mm-hmm. my my customers, my Melanistas, they've given me so much more than I have ever given them. So I'm grateful for them. <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one of your mental. I no, I'm kidding. I mean- I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'll just use my sleeve, people. Thank you. Um, it's been delightful. Come back soon. I will love to. You can come to me. Just sure. come
1: to New York. I'm going to close this. I'm going to close this off with, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I will put all the links to Mally Beauty, to your social media channels. Yes. We've talked about Phil a lot, so let's do the Phil and Mally yes. uh, social sure, uh, media as well and anything else that has come up in this show Listeners, thank you so much for listening. And Mali, my God.
0: God. (laughs) Thank you so much. And you, thank you. I got off that plane um, feeling pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I was completely exhausted. And you were what the angel sent to me. So thank you. Thank you. You brought me back to life. So thank you.
1: Before you go, I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed that conversation between Mally and I. We had a great time. I hope you did too. If you want to get in touch with the show, remember it's so easy. Just email me at thebeautypodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. It's one of my favourite things. Or if you're less into email and you're more into DMs on social, hit me up. I am at Emma Guns. That's at E-M-M-A-G-U-N-S on Instagram and Twitter where I answer DMs. Or you can join the private Facebook group where we have bigger conversations, all of us, all of the members do, about the the topics that have come up in the show and the link to join that will be in the show notes. You do have to answer a couple of questions just to check you're not trying to gain entry for wicked reasons. No one is, I don't think. But anyway, you have to answer the questions but then you you are greeted with all this chat and all these wonderful, brilliant people. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back with another show next week. So I will see you then.